Welcome to the Sipchenary. Oh, we're back. We um <laughs> It's been a busy couple weeks, hasn't it? My word. I literally wonder how many miles we have traveled in the last three weeks. Between oh. now J- and the last time we recorded Japan, the podcast. San Diego. It's probably been a very decent amount of miles. So I'll just tell you that Japan trip was was awesome. Was it good? The flight was miserable nauseating yeah it's so coming back so coming back like i'm I'm sitting there in this chair and i i got like for delta i got comfort plus right okay you would think there would be this huge and it's a it's a farce comfort plus is what minimal comfort economy <laughs> used to be i'm going like i'm going like what in comfort. the world a back seat has to be like little tiny thing but so i just did nothing uh, seriously because it's daytime the entire time so for 10 hours 11 hours daytime it's the entire time so you're like you're not that's actually pretty wild that is pretty wild so i just did nothing but sun watch sun for eight, watch movie, hours watch movie watch movie because i'm like i don't i don't i can't sleep i don't feel like sleeping um so i just literally watched one and saw some really interesting things like it was it was good like i saw a couple documentaries that were just really awesome i was like that's pretty cool stuff Anyway, cool. awesome. well, welcome back. Yeah, it's good to be back. Welcome um, us back. Yeah, it's good to have you guys well, you're back. You're doing life update, right? Uh, no, he's doing oh, life Quinn, update. Okay, well, then I'm we, doing we Wolf Force. So. Okay, well, then stop yeah. talking. Uh, well, okay. No more updating about your life. All right. Seriously, nobody so, cares. Nobody cares. Right. All right, I'll if sit we here. we cared, we would have I'm scheduled mute. you for a life update. Oh, okay. But we, but we didn't do that. But we don't care. All right. No, we don't. All right, cool. Um, Quentin. Yeah, <laughs> what? I didn't do anything. <laughs> Uh man, so we had a good time out in that uh fifteen seventeen legacy um little uh here he still stand conference. So that was yeah. really good. It was about C. S. Lewis, learned a lot of really good things about C. S. Lewis, had some really good met some really great people out there too. Um yeah. we've got um So what did you like about C. S. Lewis? What do I like about C. S. Lewis? Yeah, what did Are you there find things out? to not like about C. S. Lewis? I so I'm just he I wasn't was that, asking. Well, I mean, he had a really rough um early life before he was saved. Really? And he um he was not a very um yeah, I mean, he slept around. He um hmm. was wasn't, uh, wasn't a very good dude. Was not a not a very good dude, yeah. A lot of a lot of, a lot of history like that. But in a but in a like this might sound weird, but in a wholesome way. Oh, right. You know, in the sense of like <laughs> it wasn't fully debauched in the sense of like I mean, certainly God redeemed it, but also everything he struggled with. I mean, he he had a lot of really hard and traumatic things in his life. Like his mom passed away when he was nine. That's really tough. Yeah. Um. He was sent away to school, and school did not go well for him. He had a very very hard law orientated uh, schoolmaster. So this is his update, though, right? Well, but you asked the question. <laughs> yeah, I no, did ask the question. Just like, I'm like, I'm so like, yeah, it's just. I mean, anyway, he he just had a really interesting upbringing that gave birth to a lot of his questions right so and concerns cool and it, hence why we have i mean this might sound crazy but like a lot of these struggles gave birth to things like mere christianity the four loves his and his even the writing. fictional characters yeah. like the you yeah. know the, the narnian the, the imagination he has a lot of that was birthed out of his desire and passion for really wholesome things yeah. on the hinge oh, wow. of cool really hard things but he also does i think he does a really good job too of putting words to things that we are 
that we struggle with, but don't know how to necessarily uh, express those things. And, um, you know, he, he battled depression. He battled um, he, the results of being in the war, right? What that looks like and, and um, death. And, and, and he struggled with what the realities of those truths and he put them into words in a way that, at least for me, it made a lot of sense. And he goes, oh, I, yeah, that's exactly, you know, I, I can feel that I can understand that. Huh. Um, that helps. So uh, it was good. It was just a lot of fun. Um, we, it was so busy. It was very, very busy. Um, we had a rough time getting back from San Diego. Yeah, I noticed that. Like, what happened? Yeah, so I didn't even hear that flight story, to be honest. Well, our flights just got delayed. So oh, um, we got into, we were flying back. We flew out of San Diego into Austin. Oh, you went to Austin. Oh, we did too. Yeah. Austin's so actually the, the airport's actually really nice. Okay. Was it also about 30 degrees in there? No. It was so cold no, it was in that airport. In our airport when we were there. Oh my they have goodness. A lot, they have a lot of really good food in that airport. So, <laughs> but um, we found a cool little, it was just our flights were delayed by five hours. And instead of getting in at 11 p.m. on Sunday night, we got in at 1 a.m. or 2 a.m. Monday morning. Oh, wow. So that was rough. That was really rough. And then we got into uh, Brittany's grandmother passed away on yeah, Saturday. Yeah, 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 yeah. So we were trying to get back, and um, we were planning on driving down to Greenville on Wednesday, but then our entire family, all five of us, got sick, and it was, it was an awful sickness. It was fevers, shakes, coughs. It was it was miserable. So you had you had COVID. You had COVID. No, we've never had COVID. <laughs> That's not true. I'm just telling you. Right we have here, never right now, tested people. positive for COVID, it was and COVID. we have taken top COVID tests. So, um, which shows you both the we weakness took, of the COVID test. Listen, if you're gonna if you're if, if the the culture is gonna die by that sword, then we're all gonna die by that sword, and forcing us to die by that sword. Then we're we're doing it. So that's right. We took the COVID test. It was negative. So guess what? We have never had COVID. Um, right. to this day. So you can't get sixty uh, points right. hitting the bullseye. That's right. That's exactly right. Actually, um, say that again. You can't get sixty points by hitting the bullseye. Oh, okay, okay. That's right. Uh, you can't unpee your pants. Okay. That's right. All right. That's right. <laughs> We're going downhill fast. <laughs> yeah, have, I have a video to show you. It's a great it's actually video. actually really, really, really good. Oh, uh, my goodness. Of course. <laughs> don't peel a rotten banana. Doesn't make any sense. Why would you do it? I don't, I don't know. Throw, but, throw it away. By the way, the so. other day, I told Brittany that I could, I could build a car out of spaghetti noodles, and she didn't believe it. And you should have seen her face when I drove pasta. <laughs> So, so you're a lot better than our weatherman, I have to say. Like our, our weatherman tells dumb. jokes every evening. They're and lame Mom jokes, looked right? at me last night and goes, "Like, does anybody think those are funny? Like, they're they're pitiful. They're pitiful oh, really? dad jokes. Very bad. Just like puns, you know, sort of puns." And I'm going, "Like, dude, someone needs to help you." But he does it like every night, so he's trying to come up with new material. Well, every, that's the problem. Night. If you try do to they, come, like, up come up with stuff, do they yeah. come it's up not empty good. a lot? Well, no, some, every once in a while, we'll get a chuckle. Like, every once in a while, I'll be like, okay, that's fine. But most of the time, it's just kind of, like, empty. Yeah, I, I'm trying to think so what it was last night. Probably asking I was on NyQuil, so... I, it's a weather vane? <laughs> yeah, it's a vane. It's a weather vane? 
Yeah. So. Uh. Anyways, back. Yeah. Oh, so we <clears throat> didn't actually get to go down to the funeral because right. everyone was super Which sick, is super sad. Yeah. It was very sad. sad. It was a really rough week. But even Brittany on sa- Sun Friday said she looked at me and she just said it's very clear that God wanted us as a family just to rest. And that's what we ended up doing Good. on Thursday, Friday, Saturday, and Sunday. We didn't leave the house. We all rested. We all were laying on the couch. <laughs> we, we, we didn't do a thing. And we were all very sick at the same time. It wasn't like we were like just purposefully right. not doing things. Right, it was, right. We were all very sick, but we were all um, just getting rest. And so um, it was ended up being like a, a pretty pretty good weekend from that perspective because it forced us to. Um, I mean, we we did silly things like we asked. We had we had a list of we found I found a list of questions just to ask Arlo and the kids and even Brittany and, and we had some good times just answering silly questions and good. Um, so good. it was a rough week and I'm glad that week was over, but ended up being all right from the perspective that um, even what Brittany was saying, it was just God. God was very clear that our family was meant to rest last weekend. Good. And so that's what we did. We missed out on a lot of stuff, but that's okay. It was okay. So. Because you also did a lot of stuff. We did. We've been doing a lot of stuff. So. so yeah. Cool. Yeah. yeah. It's really, really good. All right. So are we. Glad you're are alive. We, are we back to the. We're uh, back on the, the five on the solas. Like, five so I mean, solas. We got one down. I've got one down, and I kind of feel like the time has passed, <laughs> oh, and we're basically goodness. into right. Christmas and Thanksgiving now. So, I mean, who cares? Yeah, but but it is worth it. We'll we'll continue on with our, our Sola series. So we, we did Grace Alone. So. This week we are on faith alone, um, which is uh, sola fide in the in the Latin. Um, Dad, what do we mean? What do we mean by faith alone or only faith? What are we talking about when we say only faith? So my microphone's having issues; like it just dies. Use your it just flips over. It just kind of flips over. So it's definitely user error. It it is. I'm sure because uh, it's not screwed Stop. on right. So some someone's been playing with it. Well, that's probably anyway. true. Anyway, yeah. So faith alone. This is this. Honestly, this is over the past ten years has grown in my own heart as a solid. Um, uh, what can I say? Solid foundation that. I'm not saying I wasn't saved. I, I was saved when I was four, and I know I was, but I had no idea what that meant. <clears throat> um, and God's taken a long time to teach me, but sola fide is one of my, one, well, it's next to sola gratia, so sola fide is probably is, is right there. I think they're both like number one um, as, uh, as important. Because faith is the centerpiece for how it is that we have access to the Father. We have to, we have to place our trust. We have to throw ourselves completely on the, the perfections of Jesus, his perfect work on our behalf, and his righteousness that's given to us um, as, as grace works its, its new life in us, as it regenerates us. And we believe, we, yeah. we believe, and there, there is no substitute for, for just plain belief. And what that means is we don't, we don't sit there and try to figure it out. We don't sit there and try to analyze it. We don't sit there and try to work up something. 
that and those are the temptations like we we feel like we have to do something we have to have a part in it and sola fide looks at us and goes like yeah your part is to trust christ's work on your behalf is the it is finished of the gospel yeah and believe it trust it but not only just for conversion for regeneration but for life sanctification glorification all of that comes into play merely by trusting in christ's work on our behalf we walk right by faith. we walk by faith we walk by faith. and not by sight certainly don't do that right not recommend do that yeah but um it's funny because like you 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 think oh that's just the reformer saying i'm going no it's the apostles thing no it's the prophets thing no it's god's thing right from the shoot god created trust me believe me hear my word listen to my word believe my promises and he he gives genesis 3 3 12 is it 3 12 3 15 he gives the promise and it's you believe it you you don't you don't question it you don't try to figure out how is god doing this no he is doing this um, you go all the way through the Old Testament. How many times does it say, I, God says, I will, I will, I will, I will, I will. And actually 19 times in Scripture, the Scriptures say, trust in the Lord. Only 19? Yeah, I, would, I, was, kind of, yeah. I, I was kind of surprised that it was that too. But in those particular words. Um, but the I wills, I think, are in the hundreds. Yeah. yeah. So, so I'm just saying, this is this is this is not anything to play games about. This, this is this is why um, Peter warns us in Second Peter that they're going to be false teachers, and part of the false teachers within the church are people who who will not believe sola fide. Yeah, it's sola fide plus, and it's it's plus um, a style of worship plus a style of righteousness, uh, plus, and you can just go on and on and on. Yeah. Um, you have to say the right thing. You have to do it the right way. Yeah. And I'm going like, no, that's false teaching. Flag on the play, 15-yard penalty. Yeah, yeah that ends, ends, could end in your eternal judgment in hell. Yeah, could be, <laughs> so, could be larger than 15 yards. Right, right. A little bit. So. Yeah. I, could I, be a loss of downs. Yeah, could, could be. Could be a loss be. of downs. <laughs> no, it's really, it's really true. I find it funny that, like, um, Faith, faith is one of these things that is the simplest of things to understand and yet is the most challenging of things for Christians to understand oh, for sure. or, or even for sure. the secular person to process. Um, when really faith is absorbed in our daily life and experience across the human level, like in humanity and we have no problem with it. So, I mean, like for instance, um, a, you were, you were not born on the basis of your will. Right. Like you did not come out of right. the womb when you decided, um, you didn't come out of the womb when you wanted to, you, you didn't place yourself into the womb of your mother. Yeah. Like, Right. You didn't do any of those things. If you just stop and think, think on those lines. Think on those things and how this whole world right. really is a cosmic picture yeah. of how we are dependent people. Right. We were created, birthed, our life originated in a space of 
faith. Right. That we we have to trust and depend on somebody else mm-hmm. for our existence yep. and for our way of life. So our mother, right? Our our mother. Um my my mom mom did not ask me, Hey, um, is it okay to have you? Right. And you didn't ask mom. Will I, you, will you have well, me? you have me. I didn't right. I didn't do any of that. It I I received everything I have and there's a real sense of like even even the reception is not something I did. Now, I, I mean, obviously, the life that was handed to me, I, I received it in some way. Right. But, like, not in a willful kind of way. And this is, of course, Genesis 1. In the beginning, God created. The right. whole earth right. receives its life, re- receives its being from him. In him, we move, live, and have our, our being. being. Yep. That's a life of faith. It's a life of dependency. And what faith really is, is an empty-handedness. Yeah. Where God in his grace, comes to us and, and places his grace into us. We receive it. The mechanism is the reception of, of empty-handedness. We yeah. take it in by faith. Um, yeah, I, yeah. I, uh, um, this past week, I, my mom and I, <clears throat> she, was, she was not feeling well, and then I kind of got not feeling well. But So we watched this little Netflix series uh, called All the Light We Cannot See. It's okay. based oh, on a book. I just started that. Based on a book. It's wonderful. That's what it's, I was saying about last night. It's, it's really uh, a wonderful little thing. But here's the thing. The, the major line in it is the most important light is the light you cannot see. And that really is what faith is because yeah. um, Hebrews 11 says it's the, it's the evidence of things not seen. It's, it's the convictions of, of what is it? I'm not, I'm not things kidding. hoped for. Yeah, things hoped for. Uh, the evidence of things hoped for, the conviction of things not seen. And <clears throat> this, is, this is where I think sometimes we, we feel like our faith means I see it. And I'm like, no, no, mm. no, someday, Paul says, someday our faith will turn to sight, someday. And it will but, no longer be truly faith in that sense. Yeah, right, because we'll see him. We'll see it will him. Be like, we'll it will be knowledge. like it is. It will be assurance But right there. so much of the Christian life is doing what we cannot see that yeah. God has called us to. It, you take Abraham. Abraham was a man of faith. Why? Because God said, go, I'll tell you where you're going at some point, but you head this way. He couldn't see it. He, I mean, he couldn't see what, what was going to happen. And he stumbled and fell so many times because he couldn't see. And God was asking him to believe, trust. And I, I think that's, that is so key because we've, we've interpreted, because of our own self-righteousness, we've interpreted faith in God equals Obedience like doing ob- something. Obedience yeah. looks like this yeah. alone, and that obedience then earns mm-hmm. what I need. We, we right, yeah. and I and I'm going like no, no, on on just about every level, no, and and that's why I I I so appreciated the emphasis of that that the most important light is the light you actually cannot see, yeah, because you're believing it anyways, and you're going by it. Um, the thing the thing that God holds us to is His promises. You. We don't see those problems. Like right now, everyone's scrambling, you know, is, is, is the second coming right around the corner? And we, there's a, always a chance that we can say yes. But the reality is we don't know. We don't see. Yeah. And it's okay. But I believe, I believe that Christ will return. Yeah. He's or going you can to. ask the question, like, is really Jesus in the work of redemption? Because yeah. it looks like it's getting a lot worse. It doesn't right. look like it's getting yeah. a lot better. Right. And so that question of his promise is like looming. Right. in our hearts is this really what's going on yeah we can't see it 
We can't. We don't see understand it. it. But so, I just I love it. There's a sense to which sola fide just just shoves everything out, everything out away, pushes everything out away, and reaches out to God and say, God, you satisfy my soul. Yeah. You be my light, regardless yeah. of whether I see it or not. One one more thing on the the timelessness of um of faith. We actually talked about this last week in our in our sermon. Paul, in a very condensed passage in nine verses, quotes six Old Testament passages. Nine in nine verses, six times Old Testament passages that basically juxtapose, uh, ju- juxtaposition this idea between faith and then the operation of the law. He's basically contrasting these two things. Faith, believing, which is receiving, not having everything figured out, but trusting in God's promises, versus the law, what we feel like we have to do in order to get, gain, earn, yeah. deserve, yeah. whatever. This is um, Galatians, right? Galatians 3. <laughs> yeah. So, um, and basically what, he, what he's arguing is the way of faith has been in play way longer than the operation of the law. It's, in fact... Like it's the vintage faith. It's right. the historical faith. It's yep. the faith given to Abraham back in the day. Yep. He received the promise mm. way before he got the law. Right. God's enacted will in Jesus was enacted very, very early, Genesis three, but also realized in Abraham twelve, you'll be a seed, like you will have a seed, not yep. seeds, uh-uh. but seed, one right. referring to Jesus, that this long standing plan is an old vintage faith and it's been the way of operation somehow along the way we got the law and we thought that the law was this thing that god gave to us to then go earn only what god gives freely on account of christ Uh, and paul's like you can't do that you can't read backwards god's will god's will and testament just by using the law it doesn't work the law cannot save you um so super fascinating so but that's where sin comes into play though if you if you, if you realize that, sin is... That's, that's his next point. That's yeah. literally what we're going to discuss this week. Yeah. Well, then why then the law? Well, the law was given to increase transgressions right. so that you would know right. you're not the answer. What you need is a savior outside of you. Yep. That's faith. And that's that's not, faith. Yeah, sin and faith can't mutually exist. That's right. That's right. So I was... Well, and the crazy thing is... I mean, this is getting into the weeds of my sermon last week, but he says basically the law is not faith. Right. Which is... you. If I were to give a test question to Christians, I am not kidding. They would fail. They would fail every that question. Time. Yeah, absolutely. Not every question would the Christians fail. Right. But right. that one is the law of faith. True. Like, the, if I could say it this way, like positively or negatively, true or false, the law is of faith. I'm telling you that is a ninety percent yeah. answer wrong. Christians, yep. Christians who go to church every week would get that wrong. I promise you on that. Um. I would love to see that. You and I might even, in our, in our own moments of just, just not mm. understanding the gospel, mm-hmm. would have to slow down to get that answer right. Yeah. It would do work on our brain and our heart. Um, so my, my next, oh, and then, of course, we know from other passages of Scripture that anything not of faith is sin. <laughs> right. So the law is not of faith. Anything that's not of faith is sin. Yeah. And that's not saying that the law is bad. No, the law is holy, right, perfect, and good. It's not the law problem. The problem is us. We cannot keep the law. Right. <clears throat> and if we're going to operate under the law, which is not a faith, it's not a faithful operation, it's not a receiving operation, it's a doing operation, then we ourselves have gone into sin. Yep. So my question then is, and this is a big, big question when it comes to um, people, past, this is a pastoral question, well then where do we get faith? How do we get faith, right? 
and this is this is to me because people want to know like well do i have to have enough faith right. so in other words if i tell you like faith alone people would ask well then how much how much right and of course that's a that's the law creeping into yes. stop stop, yeah. stop 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 it's not about how much stop keeping score uh-huh. stop doing records stop trying to fill jugs just trust in what jesus has done right. so then where does faith come from how do we get faith the word the word the word the word faith hearing. comes by hearing faith yep. comes by hearing hearing oh, through the word of christ so important so, so we important. we have to listen to a message from the outside in so i'm going to pick on something here a little bit can I pick on something that probably a lot of people who are, are in our national audience have heard? <laughs> this uh, international international audience. audience have heard. Our studio audience even Willow, have heard <laughs> um, this idea of preach the gospel to ourselves, which I will say is a thing. We a, we can preach the gospel <clears throat> to ourselves, yep. but I, I just want to say it's also a little bit incomplete because the reality is um, faith comes from hearing. Hearing comes from the word of Christ. In Paul's context there in Romans 10, he's talking about something that comes from the outside in. In other words, yeah. there's, a, there's a reason people don't just wake up and naturally come to faith on their own. Because yeah. like, we, don't, we don't know what that word is, the gospel. And now, for those of us who have been in the Christian faith, the Spirit's in us. The Spirit's right. reminding us of all the things Jesus has taught. So right. in that sense, we can preach the gospel to ourselves. But I will say this. In Paul's context in Romans 10, faith is most clearly presented or given to you in promises or mm-hmm. a preached word mm-hmm. outside of you. Yep. So it comes from the outside in, usually from the mouth of a preacher. How are they going to go? How are they going to hear unless somebody's preaching right. to them? Right. So the need for people, community around you, specifically a church around you, where they're going to preach the promises of God. In other words, they're not going to preach to you, do you have enough faith? That's not the question of faith. No. That's not what gives faith. Or do you have enough right action? Do you have enough right action that support that faith? Do you have enough fruit? Are you doing enough? All of those questions, that is a lawful operation and is not a faith. It will only accuse. Right. What you need is not to double down on things inside of you, but to actually reject that stuff, look away from that stuff, and try to double down, not try to, but rest on the double-downed nature of Christ outside of you, it given is, to you in the preached right. word. And that's so hard to do. That is so hard to do. I, we, I illustrated this yesterday in elementary chapel. In fact, I used Arlo. Did he tell you? Oh, no. Yeah, he was in there. So <clears throat> I just had someone. He tried to use Shiloh, but apparently Shiloh was <laughs> not paying attention. No, no. I, I, I kept looking to <laughs> see how he was reacting, and I'm going like, okay, he's not, he's not reacting well right now, <laughs> so I'm not going to bring him up. So. Used to argue that could backfire been. real quick. But I had, I, had, I had Arlo come and lay down on the platform, and I said, this is what trust means. It's throwing yourself completely down, stretched out, and so I told him, I said, so um, Arlo, I, I'm going to come and punch you, and I want you, to, I want you to hit me back in that position. And of course, he's, you know, he's just sitting there kind of just swatting, because that's all you can do. You can't swat. Yeah. And I said, so I'm much more powerful than you are, not only because of my size, but because of the position that you're in. You can't defend yourself very well. And I said, so Arlo, can you fry an egg in that position? And, he, and he's, you know, he's sitting there kind of going like that. I'm going like, so you just say, no, you can't. <laughs> I'm just going like, just say, no, you, you can't do that. And I said, so you're helpless, aren't you? I said, you're pretty helpless in that position. 
He goes, yeah, yeah. And I go like, that's what it means right. to fully yeah. trust in that, in that position. Uh, you don't, you can't defend yourself. You can't do enough things in order to stop whatever is going to happen to you because you're trusting. And I said, does, does that platform have enough strength to keep you up? I said, is that platform going to collapse? No, it's not. How do we know that? Well, cause it's been standing there forever. You know, as long as we've known, right? I said, you guys, as long as you know, but here's God, the eternal one, and we throw ourselves down on him. Is, uh, is he going to collapse? Yeah. And I just think it's just such a wise good. Yeah. help to understand. This is what it means to fully trust. But everything in us, like he, kept, he wanted to get up a couple of times. I'm going like, no, no, no. You got to stay down. You got to stay down there. But I said, you're very tempted to get up, aren't you? Yeah. Because I said, yeah. you feel awkward. You feel like, I shouldn't be here. Everyone else is doing everything else. Right. And I said, but this is what trusting means. Yeah. So, it's yeah. good. I, I mean, I used the exact same illustration with like jumping out of a plane. Right. So like the, <clears throat> you're flying through the air. You can exert all the energy you want to. Right. There's only one thing that's going to save you, and that's a parachute. Right. And even when that parachute's deployed, you, I mean, it doesn't matter can. how much you're trusting. It doesn't matter yeah. how much faith you exert. It doesn't matter how much action you employ or how much you respond yeah. to it. Nothing, like none of that matters. The only thing that matters is the strength of the parachute. The parachute. That's the only thing that yeah. matters. And that's what faith, that's what faith is. But we're talking God here. And yeah, this, that's is, right. this is why, this is why it's so important that we have a full biblical view of God, full as much as we can. Like, yeah. we're, they're, we're never going to come to a full biblical view of God. And praise the Lord, because that yeah. means God is infinite. Right. right. But how God wants to be understood has been clearly seen mm-hmm. in the cross and resurrection. Right. That is how God has chosen and wants to be seen mm-hmm. in the face of Jesus Christ. If we've seen him, we've seen the Father. We've seen all that we need to know. Yeah. Um, and so that's what we can trust in. We can right. walk away with that. Be, be but, okay. but let's be honest. We don't live no. in no. faith no. like that. And, and that's, that's why we can constantly go back to it. Right. And, and God opens the door for confession and repentance. That's right. That's, that's a beautiful In fact, gift. going back and admitting <clears throat> those things and, and kind of hitting the eject button on your own performance yep. is the first step of just going backwards into faith. Yep. And that's actually saving. It's sweet. Because Jesus saves. It's yep. sweet. Um, speaking of Jesus saving, we're going to talk about that next time. Uh, why this is like what our faith is actually rooted in in Christ alone. We'll mm-hmm. look at that next week. Yeah, I can't wait. Um, or next time. Sola I fide. Gar- I shouldn't guarantee next week because just who knows. But Sola anyway. Christi. Yeah, we're good. Yeah, it's true. Sola, Sola Christi. Uh, looking forward to our uh, just a. Uh, we will be doing a Christmas one like we always do an Advent. Um, are we doing one. Christmas hymns? Are we gonna? Are we gonna? We'll do Christmas hymns oh, again. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's always fun. That's always so fun. we'll do. We got a couple special episodes coming up. All so, right. Let's all right, we'll take a break and then we'll uh, come back to wrap up the episode. Hey guys, not much of a uh, commercial here, but just wanted to say thanks so much for listening to us. Really appreciate your time. Uh, would really appreciate if you could uh, give a quick share um, and maybe even rate us on your uh, whatever device you're listening on. We really, really appreciate it. Thanks so much. We will continue to uh, put out content as much as we can. Thanks for listening.
Welcome back from the yeah. break. Yeah. 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 That's how I feel right now, uh, honestly. Yeah. I'm yeah. just like, uh, I'm still recovering from it. Well, actually, I don't feel bad. It just sounds bad. And my, my, I just feel clogged. I think today is the first day. Well, I still feel like my voice is still very, like, harsh. Yeah. Um, and raspy. Yeah. So I still haven't completely re- even recovered from, from it. It's, it's rough. Yeah. 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 So, uh, mm-hmm. so I've, got- I've got the what for the the kind of what for but i i kind of uh, did a little bit of a um no i i mean i kind of said what what what, what for already i'm having but, a stroke uh, all the light we cannot see that it was it was a sweet story it's on netflix it's on netflix just came out um and it's a four part series yep you'll you'll like it i, mean, I did it's, it's I, very tender but it also shows just the downright nastiness of the world yeah, and people, um, and you're just sitting there seeing it again, and you're just like, "Wow!" But um, and it's and it's not it's not a gospel centered movie by any any sorts whatsoever. But here you see God's loving kindness, and I don't, I th- I think it's somewhat true. I don't know that it's. Fully... I mean, it's a book off of it, but um, yeah. I don't know. I don't. I don't know. The... Yeah, but it's a this... historical fiction, probably. Right, right. It's a historical fiction, but it's about. A French girl and a, a German soldier, and I'm not going to give the give the thing away, but they they providentially um, get connected, and they don't know they're connected, but they get connected, and it's just a sweet story of God's kindness on people who just desperately don't deserve it. During World War One, World War <laughs> World War Two, yeah, World War Two starts off with the bombings, yeah, and it's just, I mean, it's in France, right? It, uh, Sal- yeah, yeah, yeah. This is actually um, in the northern region of France. So it's a city in France that is it's being actually German occupied city, German occupied island. It's like an island. Yeah, um, but but it's just a sweet story, and and I don't know. I I get caught up with movies like that because uh, number one, um, I love to see, I love to see how people who zero in on what is true how it changes their lives and if you watch the story you'll see what i'm talking about um these are these are people who just see through it and they hear the truth and they believe it and it's it is a a thing that i think we as christians need to grapple with um and it's why the that line the most important is the light that you can't actually cannot see yeah that that's 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 riveting for any christian because i do think i do think as time gets closer to Christ's return and understand something. The apostles believe this. We're just living out what the apostles believed and we believe it too, that we are going to be needing to, to be people who see what we cannot see. Yeah. Um, and that's by faith. Yeah. And it's by God's grace that that happens. So it's a story of God's grace and it's a story of kind of, now they don't say it's God's grace, Yeah, they don't. but if you look at it that way, you just marvel that like you marvel with, you see some of the, the corruption that's going on now and you marvel that anybody's still alive mm-hmm. because the corruption is so yeah. vile right, right now yeah. in our, in our world. And we don't, and we look at them and we point, point the finger at them, but then you don't, we don't understand the corruption that's in our own life. And if it wasn't for God's grace, that would be us. Yeah. yeah, that that would yeah. be us. When you when you when you remove God yeah. from 
from the core of your being, you're left with your own devices. And yeah. that your own devices will sell out humanity, will sell yeah. out anything goes. integrity, will yeah. sell out purity, anything goes. Yeah. And guess what? It'll send you straight to hell. Yeah. Because that's not true. <clears throat> and you'll believe a lie. Because that's all you have left yeah. is a lie. So if you haven't watched it, watch it, but watch it with gospel eyes if you can, and just enjoy it and just marvel at God's loving kindness and grace. Really cool. Yeah. That's awesome. That's awesome. All the light that you cannot see. All the light that you cannot see. Yeah. So, it sounds like it should be Christian. I mean, it kind of does. Um, cool. Well, I, I have the devotional. Um, I'm going to, I mean, kind of keep it in the same vein, not on purpose, um, but just because... I think my eyes kind of have been opened this week uh, through the passage that I'm preaching. I don't often kind of give devotionals on what I'm preaching, but um, I think it's kind of hit a tone with me this week uh, in a in a different way. Um, I'm not going to read the passage because it's in the middle of a dense pocket of Paul's argument in contrasting the law and the gospel, faith and and works essentially. And um, this is in Galatians three. But I will read a I, I will read a portion and, and make a note. Okay, um, chapter three, verse thirteen and fourteen. Christ redeemed us from the curse of the law by becoming a curse for us. For it is written, "Cursed is everyone who is hanged on a tree," so that in Christ Jesus the blessing of Abraham might come to the Gentiles, so that we might receive the promised Spirit through faith. So, the blessing. Okay. Jesus became a curse so that we might receive the blessing. What is the blessing that Paul is arguing for? Is that Gentiles are justified. That's the blessing. We have a right standing before God, even as Gentile sinful people on the basis of Christ. The reason the blessing came in is so that we might receive the promised spirit through faith. Okay. So the whole purpose of this whole thing, why it's so important that we have a distinction between salvation by law versus salvation by gospel is so that we might enjoy the blessing of a right relationship with God expressed in a personal spirit living with us. Now he's going to argue, it's a little bit theological at this moment, I understand. Mm -hmm. He's going to argue that the law keeps us isolated. The law keeps us to ourself. And what he's going to say is the law was given, was given to us through angels. Which again, I think would go on the things that Christian would fail. <laughs> Who gave us the law? Everyone would say God. Yeah. Paul says no. The law was given to us not just in Galatians, but in several other passages of Scripture. The law was given to us through angels. Now, ultimately, it's God's law. But what he's saying is that there's a mediator between us and God. There's no direct access personally to God. Right. <clears throat> and so the law then pushes us back into ourselves and asks the question, still, how are you going to get a personal relationship with God? Obviously, we can't. We can't do the law, and that's the whole point, because God designs to give us a personal relationship by coming our way and giving us Jesus, and then by virtue of Jesus ascending the Spirit. All that to say, I want to ask a question of, so what voice have you been listening to all week? Hmm. There's a voice, there's a monologue that goes in on my brain all the time that says things like, yep. I'm not enough, yep. Yep. I have to do this, go, trust, 
like in in lawful ways yeah. in ways that yeah. that keep me isolated and what is ringing in my ear all the time is my own voice yep. like i hear my <clears throat> own word all the time yep what paul is actually trying to argue for is that there's a difference between the works of the flesh what you are able to do off the heels of listening to your own voice on a daily basis versus walking by the spirit that's in Galatians 5. So Galatians mm-hmm. 3, he talks mm-hmm. about Jesus became a curse so that we might be justified and therefore have the Holy Spirit. Galatians 5, so let us put down the works of the law, which bring all sorts of death, and let us walk by virtue of the Spirit's voice. Listen to the other person in your world, the other person in your heart. That's the Spirit. And he is only there, John 6, to remind you and to bring to remembrance all that Jesus has said and done. Yep something that the law is done with once you have jesus there is therefore no more law in play that's not to say that the law doesn't work that it doesn't speak it does it operates in the life of the christian but only to get you to hear christ once you hear christ the law is done and silenced and is no more once you hear that voice it brings you to christ then you consistently listen to the voice of the spirit within you who reassures you of the promises of Christ. So I want to ask you, what voice are you listening to this week? Yeah. And if you feel like me often, where you're just like beaten up, weary, tired, exhausted, Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. and anxious about your performance, okay, that's one voice. There is another voice, the Spirit, who would remind you that it really is finished, that your sins really are forgiven, that your hope is assured, it's waiting for you. The inheritance is there. Everything's in place. Yep. It's just there simply by faith and trusting what Jesus has done. Look at the cross. Allow the shadow of the cross to just come over your life and breathe. Yep. So that's my <clears throat> encouragement to you. No, that's really good. And I, um, I told our people last week, I just said, you know, some of you wake up and you feel, you don't feel safe. You feel lost. Yeah. And I said, Put in your computer, you're going to have those days. Right. Yeah. But you don't listen to that. That's right. You listen to what, who Christ is and what he's done. You're saved not by your works, so you're not unsaved by your works. That's right. So mm-hmm. your faith in mm-hmm. Christ. I had, a, I had an elderly gentleman, he's in his 80s, come up to me afterwards. And he goes like, you solved a riddle for me that I've had for almost the length of my wow. Christianity. Wow. wow. He just said, he said, when you said it was okay to feel that way, even though it's not true, and I, he said, in fact, you said, it's going to happen. Like I just said, it's going to happen. Yeah. This will happen. Yeah. And I just said, you, 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 you bank on his finished work on your behalf. He said, that, that brings me great joy. And I said, yeah, but the problem is you can say that here, but this week you're going to struggle with it. And I said, you're going to have to you're going to have to speak to yourself on that same thing that, hey, it's not based on me. Yeah. Stop looking at you. That's right. That's right. So, that so if, you're, if, you're, if you're done listening to your own voice, yeah. maybe, maybe ask the Spirit to start speaking. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Spirit, show me. And Tell me about we, Jesus. We can't allow ourselves to be the final word of our lives. That's right. Yeah. And by the way, speaking of preaching to yourself again, yeah. go ask a buddy. Go out to eat. Go grab a drink with somebody yep. that's a Christian and yep. say, I need to hear the gospel from you. Can you remind me 
of my sins forgiven. Mm-hmm. And listen, just listen to what the Spirit of God will do. You know, as that's they speak. A, that's a that's a great thought. We we ought to be promoting that kind of uh, Christianity. Go I know. Just will you will you speak to me the gospel? Just, listen, we are priests. I know. We are priests. I know a good church that does that every priest. Sunday. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, I know a couple of churches that do that every Sunday. Yeah, yeah, um, yeah. That's what it's about. And we're like, we're a kingdom of priests, man. Like, what is stopping you from claiming the authority of Jesus and in the boldness of the gospel, forgiving your spouse, absolving right. your friend? Nothing, mm. nothing. Like nothing's keeping you from that. Yep. That's and right. that's the thing we probably need the most. Yeah, I do. <laughs> I do personally. Yep. So. so there you go. All right. All right. Good. We'll catch you next week yeah. here on the good site. To be back. Go to church. Go to church. Bye. Bye.